Welcome, everyone, to a very special, a very special episode of The Green Room today. Today is what we like to call Smelling Salt yeah. Week. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. We're going to just... But we got to be quiet. We got to be quiet because it's late. Yeah, it's late. But we're awesome. It's 11.30 p.m. Yeah. We just watched Game 4 of the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that later. I'm going to start the show... By congratulating right. the Seattle Storm for sweeping the WNBA Finals of tonight. Course. Of course. Woo! A big, <laughs> a big win for yeah. Brianna Stewart yeah. and Sue Bird. Who, Gotta love Brianna Now, Stewart. we don't know a lot about WNBA on this podcast. Not hardly a thing. Really, we don't know anything. But we know for sure that both Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart have to be inching close to goat talk Got in women's basketball. But Elia Deladon will have something to say about yes, that long but she's term. Long she's term. Young. Cheryl Miller also Mike. has plenty to right. say about yeah. that. Hard to hard to Just count her out. Not that I know much about it again. Right. But um, we gotta shout them out. While I will shout them out, there's an asterisk. What? You're putting an asterisk. <laughs> You're putting an asterisk on the WNBA after we just insulted them saying we <laughs> Don't watch their sport very much. We First don't know of much all, about it. I'm not happy that I just found out that it's only a five game series. So Oh so, so they like three oh they won three. Is a three oh series a sweep? So that's not how it normally is then? I don't know if that's how see, no, that's, yeah, I know that's see, how it was this year though. See, we gotta figure out if that's how it normally is. Eventually we will Eventually. next episode we will next have Next episode that we will have that answer. Um, Seattle won game three. <laughs> Three. God, that's weird to say. Yeah. It's Seattle weird. won game three, 92 to 59. Killed them. Um, it's basically a back to back for Seattle. Not They did not win the championship last year, but both Brianna Stewart and Sue Bird were out for the year last year. Okay. And most of their key pieces from that 2018 title oh, run are still okay. in place. Okay. This is from the very brief research that I did before this. <laughs> okay, interesting. But congratulations to the Seattle Storm. Um, the, the, so there's an asterisk. You're saying there's an asterisk on that back to back too. <laughs> you're, so well, all you've done is the first toss one, asterisks. On there. The first one might not have an asterisk. We don't know how many games were played. That's true. Series. True. Um, so we're gonna go straight into NFL. Right. Takeaways this week. We're gonna go since it's just me and Parker this week. We're gonna go back yeah. and forth again. Back in the green room. Yeah. We're, we we are back in the green back room. Back to our home. Yeah. Dug our heels in. Yeah. So we're gonna alternate just like we did week one. Um, we'll make that a when it's us two, and then we have when we have a guest on, we'll let them do their thing. Yeah, we know? like to we like to keep it active, keep you guys on your toes and mm-hmm. guessing. Yeah, you never know what you're gonna get. Right, except NFL first. <laughs> yeah, you know you're gonna get NFL first during NFL. All right, uh, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll start it off. So my category for the week is teams that are in the market for a quarterback. Now, for those who haven't noticed, if you haven't been digging in the depths of every uh, roster and QB depth chart in the National Football League like yours truly has, you might not realize that the quarterback market is super saturated right now. Look at some of the backup quarterbacks, for example. Mm -hmm. Blake Bortles was in in an AFC title game. You don't see many people start an AFC title game and they're not a starter a couple years later. Two years later, three years later. Two, three years later, yeah. So just starting with him, then we got Joe Flacco. I mean... The man's won a Super Bowl, and he's immediately a backup. Didn't get many second chances. And Andy Dalton, if he was the helm of the Cowboys right now, he'd probably be putting up. He won't. He wouldn't be putting up Dak numbers. I obviously. forgot about Andy Dalton. That's I know, right? Name. Like it's there's just a lot of backups in this league right now that 
I feel like normally would have a couple more chances that aren't probably yeah. aren't going to get chances. Yeah. So I brought this topic up because there's three more quarterbacks coming out. I'm going to say something real quick. Okay. Just before, and I hope he's on your list. Okay. But somebody needs to trade for Jameis Winston. Yeah. Also true. He's a backup. So Jameis Winston. They have two. Who, okay. One backup. A five thousand yard thrower. Yeah. I mean, a 30 interception thrower. (laughs) Right, right. But you're telling he's only 25 in the right system. I mean, he just got LASIK eye surgery. Nobody wanted to give give him a chance. Right, exactly. So, with that being said, there's also a lot of teams that have young quarterbacks that are their futures Packers, Mm -hmm. Jordan Love, Eagles, Jalen Hurts. So, those teams are out of this category. So, this is a very specific list of teams that could be interested in a quarterback in this draft. Which is one of the three, Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson, of course, Justin Fields out of Ohio State, and a guy who actually just announced he's not playing this season and sitting out for the draft, Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. Okay, I don't know too much uh, about Trey Lance. Not many people so I'd, do. I'd love for you to enlighten me. Well, there, I mean, it's hard to really give an accurate representation of him because obviously he's playing NDSU mm-hmm. talent. He's not playing Power 5 conference talent. But that being said, Carson Wentz was the same way. I think he's a similar player. He can run a little bit. I don't think... I'm giving you a weird look. Yeah, he's giving me a weird look. (laughs) Because Carson Wentz stinks. Okay, we're not not (laughs) doing that yet. We're not doing that yet. Anyway, so just had to put all that background information out for what this list it means. And the number one team on this list is the Chicago Bears. This is kind of weird, but Nick Foles... So Nick Foles... Couple years on his deal, really, uh, uh, really expensive contract. We're unsure. You know, he's looked okay so far. Looked bad last week. We'll see how he is long term. Trubisky's gone though. You know, Trubisky's done. There's no way he has any future being the starter of that team. So if you know the Bears, if a guy like Trey Lance falls to him, and, and maybe they finish with a mediocre record anyway, and like I'm just saying, there's not many teams that need quarterbacks, even bad ones like. Jets, I mean, they they have Sam Darnold, so they're not... Is Trubisky a target for other teams this year, do you think? As a backup, maybe. As a backup, backup? yeah. Okay. Definitely as a backup. Especially in the NFL. Going into There's the so offseason, you still think that? Or do you offices. think he could compete? Uh, wait, what do you mean? Like, going into the offseason, do you think he could end up competing for a starting job elsewhere? No. No, no starting job, no. Okay. Definitely a backup. So, uh, the Bears is my first one, because really no long-term future, so... Makes and because... Nick Foles hasn't played great when he's played. Not really, no. He like he didn't win that game for them when they came back right. against the Falcons. Yeah, and last um, week he was just bad. This week he was Colts. just not yeah. good. So I have some Colts agendas to talk about later. Yeah, I, I actually do as well. So you can go, you can go next. All right, um, my category this week is going to be five prop bets that I've come up with for the rest of the NFL season. Um, I've laid out complete odds and lines. I've laid out complete odds and lines. For each bet, number one is to me a no-brainer. Okay. Um, I have to try and pick these. Yes. By the way. Yes. Parker will be deciding whether or not he would. Which, yeah. Parker will decide which side he will bet. Yeah. If if I would bet anything on it. Um. My first my first prop bet for the rest of the season is Jets over under one and a half wins. I've got the over at plus two twenty, which means you would bet a hundred dollars, get two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. two hundred twenty dollars back. In case you are new to the gambling scene, which we highly encourage you to join. (laughs) (laughs) Responsibly. And I've got the under at minus 110. Yeah. One and a half wins? One and a half wins. 
It seems like such an easy over to take. It seems like such an easy. Dude, they over just to lost take. to Brett Ryman and the Broncos. Rippin. Rippin. Okay, they do lost. not disrespect the Rippin family. His dad started. I his... like him a lot. Don't get me wrong. He wasn't great. There was. <laughs> he wasn't. There great. was an article in CBS Sports. Um, Comparing this was a, such a weird article, uh, by the way. You're gonna hate when I, I say know, this. I know. It said it was this guy basically hyping up Rippin. Yeah. For being because in the draft uh, combines or whatever this year, yeah. he compared him to Mark Bulger. Yeah. See, like what? Just like what does that mean? To, <laughs> what yeah. does that mean? What does that mean? Like what is Bulger about him? See, I don't like all oh, that mediocre quarterback. Yeah, he's like a bulger. after Kurt Warner, <laughs> Mark Bulger. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, weird comp. Uh, but to answer your question, I think I would take the over. I think they, I think they just fall to two wins somehow. It's just hard. Like they are grown men, and they're just gonna fall to two wins. I think. Dude, they just cut. Uh, what's their running back's name? Uh, they cut Kalen Balaj. Yeah. So yeah. now they're just going Frank Gore. Yeah, they decided that the move was just increasing Frank Gore's workload. Thirty-seven-year-old Frank. <laughs> By the way, Gore's I've got workload. their next six games right here in front of me. Um, okay. They play the Cardinals next week. That's so a that's loss. a loss. Okay. They play the Chargers the week after that. Which See, like the I Chargers, Chargers are fall. so injured that yeah. it could happen. That could. That, but realistically, Herbert's got to get a win eventually, like another win eventually. That's a close yet? game, by the way. That's going to be a close yeah. game. Yeah. Well, all the Chargers games have been close so far. True. And historically, always Chargers are. games are always close. <laughs> Things that never change from last week, Chargers games. Anyway. Um, the next week, they play the Bills. That will not be close. The week after that, they play the Chiefs. That will not be close. Oh, then my gosh. I'm scared. Then they play the Patriots. What? And then they play the Dolphins. Which, even then, dude, two uh, the is going to be starting by then. a tough one. Do you, do you have the rest of their schedule? Yeah, I'm going to pull it up right now. Because <laughs> now I just want to actually think about this. All right. Because as uh, of now, we have maybe one. Dolphin. This has to be wrong. No, they played the Dolphins two straight weeks. <laughs> no, that I remember that from before the season. They played this the Dolphins has, two straight weeks. So they're going to win one of those two games. <laughs> That's your one win. That's your one win. Um, and they're not winning both. Then they play the Raiders the week after that. Seahawks, Rams, no. Browns, Patriots playoffs there's like three to four chances they have i'd give them two to three because i'm not counting uh, the one Browns of those are dolphins gonna run games. all through them i'm not counting one of those dolphins, the dolphins, games. dolphins will beat them one time they're gonna split they're those. so much better coached and they just those. have such a better roster and two is gonna be playing yeah after the bye week according to you according, yeah, to, according to me all right you're up for number two okay um i have to choose the jags here I have to choose the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, partially like because this, I follow a lot of their fan base on Twitter, and they are all in on Lawrence. I think that Minshew is really solid, but based off what they've done the last couple of years, I mean, they had an AFC Championship roster, and they completely depleted their defense through trades and various other things, cutting people like Leonard Fournette. So they have made all the moves you wouldn't expect out of a team who mm-hmm. was just in an AFC championship. So why would we expect anything different now? They are clearly trying to completely strip this down and rebuild. And I think that they look for a new quarterback to completely yeah, restart you make a, it. You make a good point there. So like I Ramsey think, and Galway. Yeah, Gawkway. like literally they had the team. They had the they team had together. Foles, like they just signed Foles to be their And guy. they had the Patriots who were very yeah. good that, that year on in a ropes. corner. On, on the, the ropes. ropes. And they were... Uh, Stefan Gilmore, amazing play away from beating us. So, yeah. 
I think the Jags definitely take a shot, at least at one of these guys. Maybe it's not Lawrence. And they're going to be bad enough where they're going to have a chance. So maybe a Justin Fields guy looks enticing to them. I don't know. I really like Justin Fields coming out of the draft. Yeah, I feel like people don't don't, I think people are sleeping on him because of how big Trevor Lawrence's name is becoming. Right, yeah. I think Justin Fields is going to end up slipping to like... I mean, quarterbacks go high. So I'll say slip with quotation marks around it to like five or six. I think he could be double digits. You think so? All right. I think... Well, I think he had... Didn't he have a knee thing? I think he had a knee injury. And at some point... I don't know. Might have to cut that. (laughs) Continue. (laughs) My number two prop bet for the rest of the season is the classic who's going to win the MVP. Um, Oh, yeah. I personally... I I laid out... These are not Vegas odds. These These are are Dan's odds. odds. Um, The Dan Sportsbook. Russell Wilson is plus 160. Okay. Because far and away, he is the favorite right now. Yeah, I'd agree. Like, I think there's... I have four guys on this list, and I think they're all very well in the hunt. Yeah. But Russell Wilson has... What does he have, like... 18 passing touchdowns in the first four weeks, something like that. I think it's so, 16. I know it's like I think one it's of the 16. highest. I know it's yeah. a very high number. Um, one pick, or two picks. Yeah. And But I I said one pick at first because his first pick was against the Patriots, and it was a, a drop pass. Also, we're going to say he should have had another touchdown because DK Metcalf decided also to just true. let the ball go. Also true. Hurt um, Danny. Hurt Danny bad. <laughs> Lost in fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> um, coming in at two and three, actually tied for odds. I have Rodgers and Mahomes both at plus three hundred. Now those are pretty high odds. Yeah, I think those are pretty give you a pretty good bang for your buck there. Yeah, because I think Russell Wilson is running away with it this year. Yeah, um, but Rodgers and Mahomes have both showed exactly who they are and this year. The Raiders have, or the Chiefs have had a pretty tough schedule so far. They still yeah. they got the Raiders next week and they'll play them one more time. They got the Jets coming up. The Broncos haven't looked great defensively and they I think did have they played the Broncos yet? I think the Chiefs still play the Broncos twice. I believe so. So and I, I haven't I don't remember seeing that game. Yeah, I think they play so that the Broncos could be health a little healthy by they me. could be, but like no Von Miller regardless. Yeah. I mean they're they're not the Broncos of yeah, the right. last couple years. So right. I think the Chiefs definitely have a couple big wins out of them. We I've been talking about since episode one, uh, Rogers with no fans and how it works to his advantage. True. So I'm wondering, do you think limited fans go against it? Like a half empty stadium. Do you think that like partially works against it? See, I feel like that's worst case scenario. Yeah. Cause like I feel like you have well, I don't know though. Because he is literally... You know what? I don't think it matters, actually. No? Okay. Because I heard him on the Pat McAfee show, actually. He's been great on that. He's been right? great on that. And I heard him explaining kind of how it, it's just he takes it down to the wire so much mm-hmm. that it almost doesn't even matter if there's sound or not. Because, yeah, like, right. regardless, it's he's tricking the DNs. So. Rounding out our MVP candidates for the yeah. green room um, at plus 350... Josh yeah. Allen, yeah, the most unpredictable player in the league. Yeah, the most fun player are, in the league. Those are maybe high. the biggest. Yeah, but it's so early that I true. was like, it's t- that's it's true. Hard to pick. It is early, and I and right now I still think Russ is running away. With that's it. true. But Josh Allen is just has a fucking <laughs> cannon. I mean, it's hard to deny. Like it's every play is the same. Yeah, it goes two ways. He stands in the pocket, throws a missile. His O line's great, by the way. Stands in the pocket, throws a missile, or also he threw a deep touchdown to Stefan Diggs, and 
I think it was a total of 10 feet off the ground. <laughs> we, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast last week or if yeah. we just talked about this, but yeah. the speed option is back. Yeah, I think you mentioned it. At, you at least mentioned it to me last week at some point. Yeah. Um, sort of, yeah. Because Josh Allen just, he'll run any, he'll run four yards. And out. like Watson and yeah, uh, but Lamar Watson's, obviously do it. Dude. Also, shout out to the Texans. Yeah, for finally coming Thank to God. their senses. Thank I don't God. have anything. We're bouncing here. all over the place. I don't right have right any. <laughs> We're bouncing all over so, the place. So okay, okay. Who who are you taking? Congrats, for Texans. MVP with my odds. So remember, yeah. Russ plus one sixty. Oh yeah. Rodgers and Mahomes plus three hundred, and Josh Allen at plus three fifty. So. I think I know who you're it is take, tough. By the way, Josh Allen. This is not his time. I'm sorry, but this is not Josh Allen's I time. I, I love the story. Coming. They'll be great. I don't think... I don't know. I know exactly what you're about to say. It won't be... It won't be Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think that Aaron Jones is having almost too good of a That's season. That's true. And actually, like in, a, in any other season, it wouldn't matter. But when you're talking about Mahomes and Russ, I mean, you have to be carrying. And Rodgers is putting up the numbers for it. But the problem is Aaron Jones is too. And when you have at least even a slight debate for like who's putting up the biggest numbers based on their Chris position. Chris Carson isn't having a bad year though. True. Also true. And, and Cl- like Clyde Edwards Hilarion either. Also true. Okay. Also, but I don't think no, they are having they're, Aaron Jones. No, none of them are having Aaron Jones. Yeah, I was going to say. Chris Carson Aaron has Jones at least is going. two touchdowns in like two, three games now though. Yeah, true. And he's catching them, but yeah, he's catching them all. Yeah, they're just not having Aaron Jones. So I, and I feel like the right, the voters... People just don't they like Rodgers. The voters want Mahomes this year, I think. I don't think so, but I'm picking them. <laughs> That's what I, I knew you were going uh, that way. Better odds, better all around. I'm picking them, and I think that it's one of those where... I think it's a Giannis thing. I think we're just going to watch it and be like, he is the MVP. And yeah. Russ... I I want it to be Russ's year. I hope Russ wins it. I hope I really do. Do you? I do. Okay. Because I because I love Russ. Yeah. I, I really it's hard love not Russ. to. He's such a good guy. But Mahomes. And he went to Wisconsin, so. I think that we're gonna see him do some things and be like, wow. Plus, Russ's division is not easy. I know. I mean, it's a little banged up right now. Yeah. But he he might have a couple struggle games. He's he struggled against the Cardinals before, and. Now, maybe it doesn't happen this season, and maybe he goes on a tear, and it means nothing. I don't know. But Mahomes, I think, just takes it to another level where it's yeah. like, how do you not vote for this guy sometimes? With Russ, I think the one thing he's really stepped up is his deep ball. I mean, it's perfect. It, Cam, it's our perfection. resident Russ stand, has yeah. been it's piping it up, and every game I see at least two Drops in. 50-yard bombs. It's been great, though, for a long time. Yeah, it has Like been. five years, it's it been has great. Been. But it's, this year, I've just really been noticing Well, now he, he just doesn't Lockett, miss it. And he has Lockett and DK. <laughs> Lockett's Dude, so great. Oh, my God. He is literally the reincarnation of Doug Baldwin. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I love that. Am I up? Yeah, you're up for three. Uh, Indianapolis Colts. Thank you. Phillip Rivers is on a $25 million contract. Um, they have Jacoby Brissett, who I absolutely love, former NC State quarterback. Before you go further, is Phillip Rivers, that's just a one-year deal? Yes. One I or believe, maybe some I believe it's option. a one-year. I think it's a one-year deal. And I actually think they re-sign him next year, honestly. As a backup? 
No, I think they re-sign him as a starter next year, honestly. I see, think he's got one more left. See, I'm... He's, yes, it looked bad. And I thought you were going to be on this on the same page with me on this, but I'm still here for Jacoby Brissett. Same. Well, I am. I am on the same page. So why are they in the market they for They trade him. Okay. I like that a lot. Listen to this. They're 3-1 and one right now. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have a great pick. They'll trade Brissett at some point. Maybe acquire some capital to move up a little bit. Because I think Brissett is like a Brian Hoyer for the Patriots. Is like a Fitzmagic. Not that level, maybe. Okay. He's a journeyman. He'll be a journeyman for a long time. He'll make a couple spot starts. But I think like now, maybe trading him is a little bit of a hot take. But regardless, even if you keep him on your roster, because he actually just re-signed Brissett for like two more years. So even if you draft a guy this year late first round, early second. Even if it's not one of those three guys you mentioned, like get right. a guy later, yeah. see what he can do, maybe let Phillip play another year, have Brissett on the team, and yeah. if that kid's any good, that way Brissette. it's actually it'll line up perfectly because once Rivers is gone either after this year or next, you choose. You'll have one more year of Brissett mm-hmm. and then this rookie. Yeah, and you choose. I like that. So I feel like that I don't think a first rounder is worth it though. And the Colts are a smart organization and I think that They'll know when the time is right, and I think this is about the time. And they have the they, time. They really got perfectly. screwed over with the whole. Not screwed over. Andrew Luck's a great guy. True. But they got screwed over by. <laughs> yeah, <Luck>. yeah. <laughs> Very true. All right, uh, my prop bet number three. So this is a weird. This is a. Let, hear me out. Okay. So this is an over under, on the percentage of Cowboy games for the rest of the season. There are twelve. Okay. That will hit the over. And the percentage I'm putting it at is 75%. That's 9 out of the 12 games hitting the over. Okay. The over, on that over, of the overs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is minus 120. And the under, on whatever I was just saying. On the, t- on the totals. <laughs> the under on the totals yeah. for the rest of the yeah. season. Is plus 240. Okay. Okay. Um, the Cowboys nine have, out of the last 12. Nine out of the next 12 games. Do you want me to get the schedule? I can like read it off and we'll pretend like... Honestly, no. Say that. Honestly, no. Because, I mean, I kind of have an idea okay. of what it is. But, it's the NFC East. Well, that's the biggest <laughs> problem is they play in the NFC East. Now, I, I'm going to say this. Oh, this, is, this is a scorching hot take. I think I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under take because... The under. I like that. Because I feel like quietly... Vegas think, will figure it out. I think the Redskins' defense will... Well, yes, Vegas will figure it out. Oh, I did it again. You did. I did it again. Danny did say I would do it. Dang <laughs> it. Dang it. It makes me so mad because I, I do try. I do try. I know. I know. Um, so I'm taking the People under... People probably think it's scripted. No, I genuinely... I just can't. I don't understand... <laughs> Calling something a football club. Okay, back to this though. Okay. Um, Ve- I think Vegas figures out their lines and they start putting them high and it'll crash. The market will crash. And I think that the football team's defense will step up. I think the Giants have a sneaky, okay defense. Like the Rams kind of struggled against it last week. And the Eagles, they have Darius Slay. <laughs> He's there. I don't know. Pick off Dak once or like, twice. They play in like shitty games, so maybe just like 
yeah. the shittiness will result in an under or two. Okay. So I'll take the under um, with, the, with those odds, too. I was kind of also thinking the under when I was writing this out because when I was watching SportsCenter this week. SportsCenter is talking about betting now. Yeah, be, like, they're I so love, late. Yeah. Like, when did this happen? When did yeah. SportsCenter talk, they, they start talking about betting? They try to be cool. They really start. They must have started talking about betting when we started a podcast. I think so. I think so. Um, And they said before the Packers-Falcons game, everyone hammer the over. Everyone hammer the over. It's the highest over of the week, I, but hammer it mm-hmm. didn't hit. I know. Did I you, was crushed. You, did you hit the over? I was crushed. You, you took the over? So, had Falcons plus six and the over. Both did not hit. Um, and ESPN, I believe, gave me both of them. <laughs> we'll never listen to an ESPN bet again. No. Except Scott Van, Scott Van Pelt, if he ever throws out some Yeah, questions. I'll listen Which to him. he normally doesn't. I'll listen to him. Is it me? Yeah, you're up. He's not on ESPN anymore. Really? No, we guess he is. He's on SportsCenter. That wasn't like, true. That wasn't like true. I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of something else. Anyway, it's my turn. Yeah. Right? The Four. Steelers. I was really hoping you'd say the Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, let me start by saying this will never happen. They will absolutely... There's a 0% chance the Steelers would ever trade up. I, I want to say Big Ben's 37, 38, something in that ballpark. Well, he's... I promise you the Steelers are going to let Big Ben overstay as well. He's got two, three years left. Because, not, because not he's two, won three. three Super Bowls there. Yeah. He's so tight with Mike Tomlin. And the Steelers just keep everyone around. So you know they're going to keep him longer than they should. And he has some... I feel like he has a lot of power in that organization. And I think he just is going to be like... Very, they'll know he'll be pissed once, off. Once we go to a 17-game season, they're going to be a perennial 9-8 and eight team. <laughs> 9-8. Just barely above yeah. 500 so, with Big Ben. So the Steelers should because they have literally no longer. And it's too. not Duck Hodges or Josh Dobbs or Mason Rudolph. It's none of them. But I'm gonna say a name I've already said today, James Winston. I want him yeah, on the Steelers. He would be a so great Steeler Him or Brissett. I think they would both be good Steelers. Jameis is better. But oh yeah, yeah. I agree. I think the big That's bend a good call. to Jameis yeah. transition Just would be sling. would be one for the ages. <laughs> Just two guys who are that is great at Sexual great assault call. charges on both. <laughs> oh, oh okay. Okay. You're up. I don't know. <laughs> You're up. This bet see. is something I feel very passionate about. Okay. And it's about the Falcons and Matt Ryan okay. in particular. Oh, okay. Okay. So you were debating a lot about yeah, this. Yeah, I've had to switch around the odds a lot on this because I don't really know what I feel about it. So this is anytime the Falcons are in the red zone, these are the odds that I will give you for a certain outcome. Touchdown plus 400. Okay. Field goal Minus 300. Okay. No points, plus 500. Almost okay. the same as a touchdown. Okay. Because wow. Matt yeah. oh, Ryan okay. I like does not this. score in the red zone. Yeah. No matter what the case is. This so this really, is on the is this on the next time they're in the red zone, you're saying? I'm just or saying just in general. This is a general every time they're in the red zone, these are the odds I give them. Oh I okay, I see. Uh, on the during the Monday night game, they got the ball at the five yard line, and I bet I bet Critter who will be on the show very soon, I think. Okay. <laughs> uh, he will be our Thursday night gambling okay. specialist. Okay. Um, that the Falcons would not score any points, 
And in the in the middle of me saying that, they lost so many yards that like they had to kick a field goal <laughs> yeah. in the red zone. Anytime, especially that they're inside the five, okay. they're not scoring points because they're going to go for it on fourth down. Dan Quinn loves stolen. doing that. Dan Quinn loves doing it. Has probably the worst fourth down playbook it's I've crazy. ever seen in my life. Um, I would probably take uh, no touchdown. Oh, you know what I would no take? Points or field goal? Oh, oh. I meant field goal. Okay. I meant field goal. You're just getting terrible odds on that. But you know what? Yeah. I throw the house on yeah. field goal. Okay. Because I think that here they're such a roller coaster that they'll do something good and then it just goes tragically bad after that. Yeah. They because they do have good plays. They have positive plays. They're, Matt Ryan won an MVP for his positive plays. But the red zone efficiency was still bad, has always been bad. So you know they're gonna back up at some point, false start, make a bad play. Matt Ryan takes a horrible sack. That's why I'll hammer minus 300 field goal. I like that. I'm going to hammer no points because I made this bet because of it. <laughs> because so. of that. Okay. So yeah. My last You're, one? Yeah. I actually have a couple here. <laughs> I, I have a couple here, but I'm just going to pick one. The, the New York Giants. The New York Giants. Danny Dimes is not it, folks. I don't know... I don't know what people are watching every week that are trying to convince themselves that he has any potential whatsoever. The me- they can't score. They can't score at all. He shows literally no promise, turns it over way too often. Mm-hmm. And people are people have actually been trying to tell me that like him and Sam Darnold are close. You have lost it. I think Sam Darnold's terrible first of all. I know he has the we he's not he had another one good play a game. But, like, Danny Dimes barely gives you that. Sam Darnold can give you three good plays a game. He, in the future, I think he could. No, he can't. He can give you three good plays a game now. All right. But, Dan- <laughs> All right. but and, and then they're not, like, that good plays. That run was unbelievable. But they're not, and they're not even good plays like a Mahomes 50-yard yeah. touchdown. It's good plays like no one blocked because he has no line and he somehow evades it and gains, like, six yards. Like, yeah. that's a good I like play. That. I like that. But, like, Danny Dimes doesn't give you that. He genuinely makes you worse. New York, especially without Saquon on the field, he just looks terrible. Yeah, the Giants, after taking with Saquon, when you have a star like that of that magnitude, trade up, go for it. You got a new coach, go for a quarterback of the yeah. future, yeah, Trey yeah. Lance. I Maybe think. some linemen though. I could see them taking sure. star. They just took Andrew Thomas, and they need I, more. Yeah, right. Every, have... But you know what? Everyone always needs more alignment. That's true. I'm purely talking about the quarterback market. Okay. I'm purely talking about people in the first round quarterback market, and I think they're in it because I hate Danny Dimes. Okay, my last bet is <laughs> the just the dumbest division in football, and yeah. who you think will win it. Okay. Um, I I did this in order of their standings right now. Okay. And I'll list off their records just so everyone knows how shitty this division is. Yeah. The Eagles are in first place in the division at a whopping one win. Two losses and one tie. Excellent. I give them plus 160 to win the division. Okay. Okay. The Washington football team is one and three. Okay. And I give them plus 200 to win the division. Okay. The Cowboys are one and three. I give them minus 120 to win the division. Okay. Okay. And the Giants are 0 and four, and I give them. Plus four million to win the division. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Uh, For reasons we have just explained. Yeah, right, right. And I was actually just about to say, I love those odds. <laughs> but after what I literally just explained for the last minute and a half about Danny Dimes, how could I possibly take that? <laughs> You're like, that plus four million. Four million's the biggest number you will ever get like, in any I could, gambling situation. Like I, I bet a dollar I win four million. I still don't like it. No. <laughs> I still don't no. like it. Because you're just losing a dollar. <laughs> I still don't like it. Um, my prediction here is Cowboys. Okay. Because I think they're just the only good team in the division. They yeah. just... Mike McCarthy's their coach. I think that's really what it comes down to. Even though... Yeah. Even when it was Jason Garrett, it's just the same thing. They're just not Same old situation. Their defense should be good. They have names. Kind of banged up. Yeah, kind of banged up. But they have names. They're just not... Mike McCarthy ain't it. No. He ain't it. <laughs> Um, can I tell you my pick? Yeah, I also have a, like a side thing with this, but you can go first. Uh, I'm gonna take the Eagles. Um, I despise that tie is gonna come in. Big. I despise it and Carson Wentz, but the Cowboys are. I mean, everyone's a choke artist in this division, but the Eagles. I think it, it's very similar to last year, where they beat the Cowboys in the last week of the year to limp, absolutely limp into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be banged up, you know that. Uh, I think they lose immediately in the playoffs. Plus, well, yeah, they'll lose immediately in the playoffs. I can't count on them winning a playoff game. But I do think in a division this bad, that tie will be huge. That tie against Burrow is going to be absolutely And it was the saddest game I've ever seen out of the Eagles. But it will be huge. Okay, so my side bet with this is the over-under on how many wins it'll take to win the division. And I have it set... I don't. I didn't even throw a half in because this is exactly how many wins I think it'll take, and <laughs> yeah. I have it even on both sides. Okay. Seven wins. Wow. Seven oh, wins in one tie. So Seven well. wins in one tie. If you want to say that, if you want to go with the Eagles, I'm gonna say eight wins it. Okay. That's what it. That's what wins it every year. So eight, nine. This year think, just seems particularly bad. Yeah, you're right. It is extra bad this year. I. I'm gonna say eight. But I don't hate that. I honestly don't hate. So I'll take the over seven. Okay. But but that's only because I can't take under. I can't take <laughs> six. There, if six, six is so low. If six, like I don't even know. I, I saw mean, that's, on, on I think it was first take today. They were talking about implementing a rule where if you are under five hundred and make the playoffs, or if you're like the worst team in the playoffs. The worst record-wise team in the playoffs. You should not get home field. Like reseeding, like, yeah. Type like thing. not even reseeding. Just a just that. Just because you win the division doesn't necessarily like it should have some precedent. But if you win the NFC East, you shouldn't just get to host a game. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You should. Okay. Every other division, sure. If they couldn't find a way to make that work, I definitely support it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do find it funny when teams with horrible records host much better teams. Okay. I do um, find that funny. Is that it for our week five? Yeah, takeaways? I think so. All right, or is that week four? That's week four. Week four. Week four. Now we move to week five. Now, yeah. Week five. <laughs> we're rumbling, gonna start getting, bumbling, We're going to start getting some intros into these, into these <laughs> yeah, segments. Yeah, we're going to do them naturally at first. Um, this will be our favorite games of week five coming up. Yeah. Um, Park, you you hit it off first. Can I just do both of mine? Yeah, yeah. Right do away? both your games. Just knock them out. Uh, Titans, Bills, both undefeated, quietly. Two teams I feel like most people in general like. Titans oh. have an asterisk next to their undefeated. 
Well, right. Yeah. So do the Steelers, you yeah. know, naturally. But I regardless, the they have not. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? That's so ugly. I know it is weird. Um, I, I guess most people like the Bills. I mean, I'm in the AFC East myself as a Patriots fan, so I don't love them. But I mean, you can't hate them. They're, Josh Allen's awesome. So just two likable teams that are undefeated. It should be a good game. Got love watching Derrick Henry though. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my next one is purely biased because of fantasy. Chiefs play the Raiders. Uh, Mahomes might throw 15 That's a touchdowns. great game, though. The Raiders are a good team. Yeah, they're they are not, better. They have a terrible defense. And by saying this, I will say, by me saying this, Mahomes won't have, like, a insane week, but you know he's going to have a good week against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to have a good week. They just don't have the people. They don't have the people to cover him. Yeah. All Plain right, and my, simple. My two ga- or is that, was that your first game? No, that was, no that was it. Titans, Bills, and then Chiefs, Raiders. All right, so my first game is the Buccaneers versus the Bears, which I Thursday think, night yeah, football, which ties into our Thursday night football is better than Monday night football. Well, my bit, my yeah. Thursday night football. I enjoy it more, and this year especially. Yeah. Um, Brady finally seems like he's getting comfortable, especially with Mike Evans. I think Godwin's coming back. Probably not on the early week though. I'm not sure. It doesn't seem like they would bring him back for a Thursday night game, but I'm not sure. Um, Scotty Miller heard the noise about the Wes Welker clone uh, He listened to this. I believe he listened he to our podcast. He stepped up. What do you have, like five for 80 last week? Yeah, ish. something like that. I'll um, trust you. I didn't look at Scotty Miller's numbers <laughs> in particular. Um, but I think the Bears are actually going to win this one. In a weird... <sighs> You're getting my, my betting senses just tingled off the charts <laughs> when you said that. So the, the Buccaneers God defense... Dang it. As a Buccaneer fan, defense fantasy owner, okay, they stink. The Buccaneers defense? They should be so good. They gave up thirty-one to the Chargers. I feel like their last secondary week. isn't that good. They gave up thirty-one to the. The Chargers front seven last is good. Week. Yeah, I agree. But Nick Foles is going to have a day. After all this talk, we just all the everything we just said. Especially because he played so bad against yeah. the Colts at home, you know he's going to play better. Yeah. Um, plus, it does, their front seven doesn't matter because the Bears literally don't have a rushing attack to speak True. of. True. Li- <laughs> it's so They bad. still are falling for the Corderell Patterson might be able to run the ball I know. trap. In I know. 2020. I know. The Patriots started and ended that. <laughs> yeah. Allen Robinson is goaded. Well, that's their whole offense, by yeah, the way. It's just throw throwing it up. it up to him in heavy coverage, yeah. and he makes a and jumping And it's going to work against the Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah. It'll work. And the Bears have a good enough defense where I think they'll get some pressure on Brady. Yeah. And by that, I mean Khalil Mack will get some pressure on Brady. Yeah, he hasn't been great. But Akeem Hicks, you know, mm-hmm. Roquan will bring some heat. My second game is the Colts-Browns, which I think okay. is just such a three and one matchup. Midwestern three and game. one. Midwest. Yeah, I don't just know Midwest, Midwest football. It's, it's, yeah, it's Midwest. It's Ohio Midwest? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, Midwest, Midwest football. Midwest football. Jonathan Taylor running the ball. Yeah, yeah. It really <laughs> um, is. I think the Colts win 22-15. I actually wrote down a score for this oh, one. Oh, yeah, I didn't give... So I just gave credit to the Bears for having a... Or I just slandered the Bears for having a bad offense and rushing attack right, in right, general and right. only being able to throw the ball up to Allen Robinson. Naturally. But the Colts' defense is so good. Correct, Like, yeah. how are you supposed to run the ball against them? You can't. Like, you can't. They have the maniac. <laughs> and Slander. the Browns... And DeForest Buckner. Chubbs out? Uh, yes. How long? Do you know? 
I thought I they know, said four to six. That's gonna kill me. I get a, I get a lot of the numbers mixed up because there's so many running back injuries in my head right now, and yeah. the, the dates are Ma- all very similar. McCaffrey's creeping up. See, I think he's like four. I think he's got in like four. Okay. Three. Um, maybe? I hope. Baker's a terrible quarterback. Right. But Him I've and Phillip said, is going to be exciting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I've said when you take away a weapon from Baker or yeah. threaten to take away a weapon from Baker, he might just show out. Okay. St- and, <laughs> okay. <laughs> again, I picked, the, still again there. I picked the Colts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. But And also Stefanski is out of trick plays now. You think so? But what if it just works again? Can that happen? I guess they could just <laughs> give the ball to Odell and let him run. Okay. Like, that's not really a trick play. Yeah, I, I will admit, he did kind of... Like, why did he use both of those against the Cowboys? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not both. But it worked, so what am I What am I to say? I'm, I'm not a no coordinator. Yeah, whatever. Um, are we moving on to basketball now? I don't have much, but yeah. Yeah, um, we just got done watching Game 4. Honestly, we've been talking and, like... The series just isn't like it's not it's not resonating. Maybe it's because my bucks are out and my heart is broken. That, it sucks to say this, but I miss Warriors Cavs with just a packed uh, Golden State or just oh Le- the Oracle. That's what it was called. Just LeBron fighting for goat agendas I against know. the best team ever. Just dropping fifty a game. Yeah, and losing, that. but it was awesome. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Jimmy Butler is a great player. You know what? I, I actually just realized the reason that we loved those is because there was so many Hall of Fame agendas yeah. on the line. Not only did you have Braun, you had Katie, you had Clay Thompson, you had Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Even like Draymond Green's being brought into Rodman conversations during that time, which yeah. was people were out of their minds. But yeah. like the fact that that happened, like Iggy winning a finals MVP, yeah. all these careers were just like we we followed them for years, like cementing their legacies. And the Heat is just like. Jimmy Butler might become a Hall of Famer, like after this run, and if he keeps doing like this, yeah, because he's he got just, a couple years he just left. Proved, of this. this year proved so many people. That is wrong. true. That is true. Like he showed that the other, te- like Bulls, Timberwolves, Sixers, they were in the wrong, not him. Yeah, because yeah. he had the right mindset. And meanwhile, I mean, Philly's firing their coach, yeah. and yeah, Timberwolves are nothing. Timber everything else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> The Timber Puppies. They're the Timber Puppies from now on. Um, and I just think timber the Heat pumps. are like, they're awesome. But like, it would be so much more interesting to have Giannis in this series. Yeah, because it'd be fighting for like who's the best player in the like, league right now. The the problem is all that really. It's a young and gritty Heat team that is real. They're awesome and they deserve to beat these bu- our Bucks. By the way. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Give them credit. But, all credit to the Heat. But really, it's just—it's all about LeBron's legacy. He's his legacy is really the only and one. Almost at who this is... point, it's like you can make a case that LeBron's legacy doesn't change too much because AD's a monster. Yeah, well, that's what the haters will say. Yeah, and I'm... So, so again, <laughs> this won't change the legacy in the minds of anyone that's a hater. I don't think necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Um, but AD's been—I I think really it's about AD. There's a lot about AD. I mean, it, him winning a finals is a big deal for him. Oh, it really is, yeah. Um, do you think the Heat squeak out another win? We we no. both said Heat and six. For this the was, the they had to win this yeah, one. Yeah, I agree. And I think one. if they would have won this one, they could have forced a game seven for sure. Yeah. Oh, but, no question. But down this, 3-1, this I, just think, I think it's kind of 
done. And they just Drag- got out hustled. Dragic late. isn't playing for sure now, like that. They're down three one. I know he practiced the other day. I saw. I got a Bleacher Report notification. I think today. he might play. I got a Bleacher Report notification today. Oh gosh. Saying. <laughs> Garan Dragic earns Heat fans appreciation for practicing on injured foot. Yeah, okay. It's like, why am I getting this notification? Oh, oh, oh okay, I see. I <laughs> and see. also, why is that a bleacher report? Yeah, and that is weird. That doesn't make sense. Anyway, do you have anything else? Um, Not really. We're both such big NBA fans. That, like, and we just we're... don't have much. <laughs> yeah. There's not much to be said that hasn't been said already. Yeah, I mean, it's just like the Lakers are going to win the series at this point. Yeah. And it's just like... And we're Brown and AD the... have been You kind of knew it from the start, really, yeah. that the Lakers were going to win this. Once the Bucks were out, I was like... The Heat just don't yeah. have that don't have level. They don't have that level. And maybe someday, but... They might have that level. They don't have that level through a seven-game series, though. Against LeBron and AD. Yeah. They, yeah. they just don't. Anything else? Do we want to just go straight to the Bucks free agency stuff from there? Or do you um, want to go Resident Rant, then movie review? Let's do... Yeah, we can talk Bucks. We can talk Bucks. We, okay. we brought him up a little bit. Okay, so since we were, we're talking about the NBA, and... There's been some Bucks in the news lately. Yeah, we wanted to address... Talk. We wanted to address... And also throw out some of our own takes right. on some of the... Rumors going around around the Bucks getting new players, making Probably, a big move, especially maybe. guards. We I have five names listed here, and I'm going to list off my five names, and then I'm going to let you go for a little bit. Okay. I know you have a lot written down on this. Okay. Not, Not written much, down, but, but I know you have a lot in your yeah, head about this. A lot to say. Um, I have Chris Paul written down. Yeah. Which is a, I think Love that's it. a very good fit for the Love Bucks. It. The contract sucks. Horrible. But it just. But he was so fine much. this year. <laughs> <laughs> I have James Harden written down. Not that I think <laughs> it's a possibility at all. Yeah. I do not think it's a possibility. But I've just seen it a lot on Twitter. So and you I it think down. it would be. I'm such a hype beast. <laughs> yeah, you I are. I think that would be so cool. Yeah. And Even me, though him and Giannis hate each other. I uh, have Buddy <laughs> Heald written down. It would take Harden just deciding I'm, I need to win now yeah. for my legacy. Yeah. I have Buddy Heald written down. Because we wouldn't uh, yeah. have to give up too much to get him, I don't think. Yeah, he wants out. He's so. not, he fits our timeline pretty well because he's not like too young. Mm-hmm. Uh, shooter. Yeah, and he's a shooter. Mm-hmm. Plays solid defense, sure. He's sure. an athlete. Yeah. Um, I also have Dennis Schroeder written down. In okay. case we can't love get Dennis Chris Schroeder. Paul. I think Great Dennis value. Schroeder, yeah, I love Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, ball And then out. lastly, I have Spencer Dinwiddie written down because he's a free agent. And we could make that happen. Like a sign and trade or yeah, something. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Along like, those lines. Like Brooklyn could you? Well, we don't want to give Brooklyn anything at this point. Yeah, I would hope so I someone guess a else. So sign and trade might not be in the cards. Well, s- could somebody else sign and trade? I don't think that's a thing. I think it's like restricted. Oh yeah, it has yeah. to be a Is sign. He? Okay. They're yeah. not restricted, but like going back to the same team. Yeah. Okay. That I guess that would be pretty tough. I like a lot of those names. Like most of those names, mm-hmm. I wrote four words here. Okay. There's no way out. For this season. I agree. This is our team. This is its last year Bud's contract. I Do believe. we lose anyone this year? Like any at all? Is Wes is Wesley Matthews? For or some reason George I feel like Hill? we have one more year of Wesley Matthews and we just locked up George Hill like two years oh, ago. Oh, I thought we did the one I thought we did maybe, one. Maybe we might have like restructured whatever. Well, I, I know, know we mean I know we restructured it. 
but I don't know for how long it is, regardless of any of that. Okay. I, regardless of any of that. Um, this is the squad. This is our squad. We don't have the cap space, and anyone that would be worth trading for, in my opinion, would be like a Brad Beal or a Chris Paul. And that's almost too risky because if they become free agents, we lose out on Giannis next summer. You know what I mean? Right. If he does, if they don't fit the molds perfectly with what we want to build, and Giannis doesn't like them, well, Giannis, Giannis is, would have to approve. Of yeah. This. Oh, yeah. I guess. Giannis would have to. But yeah, but still, taking that risk is. But massive. but I actually think taking that risk would help us keep him because at least he'd be like, That's okay, true. they listened to me and let me bring someone in. I couldn't do it with this guy. So I have to keep trying. Hopefully that's I do what think, think his mindset though is run it back. Yeah. And I, I'm okay be, with that. And that is okay, by the way. Yeah. It's okay to run it back. It because we have no choice. Because <laughs> we're not in the finals right now. Because there is no way out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically I mean, you look at our contracts, they're just not Eric Bledsoe is the is our highest contract that would work in a trade because obviously we can't deal Middleton. We just re-signed him. He Not was that awesome I, for. I shouldn't. obviously wouldn't want to. Some people do. They're crazy. They're stupid. Giannis loves him. That that would be the only contract that would work. Giannis in a trade. also loves Bledsoe, and I want Bledsoe out. <sighs> yeah, hashtag Bledsoe out. Uh, he's making 17 mil a year, and that's just not enough. There's just so much more value at the point guard position. There's, it's just not enough to make a deal with like a Chris Paul. We just don't have if the pieces to make that contract. If we replace Bledsoe with one more guard, and then with that with that extra money, get a piece that can move Pat Connaughton just one spot back <laughs> yeah. on our rotation. I, I'm okay with that. That would be perfect for us. Here's. Here's what I've decided is the only way out. A three-team trade Okay, is the only way. Because that's how you get around cap things. Yeah. And I think in theory that could work somehow. But I'm not a salary cap expert. And regardless, I think we run back anyway. So I don't know how people are salary cap experts, by the way. Yeah. You like just, it's literally studying and yeah, reading. Yeah, that aren't in the like NBA yeah. front offices. There's so much. Well, you know what a lot of people do is a lot of people just like if you, you know, a lot of people like maybe they're in economics, they're in some sort of business they just also field. Follow it. Oh, it's they law like, and it's law too. They like follow it and then they get hired by NFL teams just by like tweeting about it. I've seen that happen. That's awesome. Where people just get hired because they know so much. You should just start tweeting random facts. Random facts <laughs> random about the <facts>. cap. <laughs> about the set. I, I can just make true. them up, but they won't know. It's not yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> salary <laughs> cap isn't okay. real. Yeah, it really isn't. Especially in football. Not that we're talking well, about Well, yeah, we're, we're not talking about football I know, I know Bakhtiari anymore. was talking about this the other Well, you know what it is? If you're, a good, if you're a good organization, it doesn't matter. Yeah, That's what it really is. You because you know, you, how to, you know how to maneuver it. Yeah. All right, um, we're going to let Parker go on a little rant here. Yeah. He's it, got a few things. Yeah. Um, so it's not, it's not much here. I, I have two things to talk about. So... Uh, Today, Matt Vaskirgen, who is the lead broadcaster of Major League Baseball on ESPN. And the best. The best. The most the best like, around. Probably the most iconic, mm-hmm. like, sport to announcer yeah. combo. Yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Because, like, you I, hear his voice, you think baseball. And I think a huge part of that and is MLB The Show. True. Because yeah. he's just been great. the voice since, like, 06. He's on so great. MLB the show. Gosh, he's Continue. so good. 
And that's why it hurts saying this because he said in an interview that the shift, the defensive shift where, you know, you send an infielder over to the other, the hitter's uh, pull side of the field if they're a pull hitter, you send a fielder over there um, and he thinks that the shift is ruining baseball because averages are way down. People can't get hits because it's their pull side and they're hitting directly to fielders. That sucks for them. And uh, therefore, they have to try to hit more home runs. And that means people are striking out more because they know they have to try to hit home runs. And to that I say, good. Yeah. Good. We want more home runs. And we want more cool strikeouts. Yes. Like creative pitching to avoid home exactly. runs. Exactly. So all we've done is made it a boom-bust sport. Yeah. Which is awesome. Now, does if you don't – I guess the worst part of this is if you don't like strikeouts. If you, you might have to – Start watching more baseball. Strikeouts, in my opinion, strikeouts because are cool. the only thing that make like defense. pitching yeah. and defense interesting. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, a ground out, a fly <laughs> yeah. out. I don't care about that. Well, you're also but anti guy, baseball. If a anyway. guy rings off six or seven strikeouts yeah. in like a two to four inning stretch, it's so cool. I'm like, oh my god, he's killing. Yeah, them. striking out the side is like so badass. Yeah. like just the pitcher. Swag walking off the mound. Connor McGregor looks so cool. Like, um, who was it? Trevor Bauer did that. Trevor looked Bauer. so cool. I don't he's know how cool. I feel about Trevor Bauer. Really? Just because I see him on Twitter all the time, and he's, he's the good. only like baseball account he's I good. see on Twitter. I know he's good, <laughs> but he's he's just always starting stuff with people. He's a free agent, and he loves Milwaukee. All right, fine, <laughs> fine, fine, fine. So fine, let's fine, be fine. let's be nice. <laughs> What else do I have here? Oh, so the Blackhawks drafted tonight. They drafted 17th. I absolutely I absolutely love the Blackhawks. Our GM is power-hungry, Stan Bowman. He uh, may or may not be a sociopath. He drafted Lucas Reichel this year. Uh, I believe Reichel is how you pronounce it. I'm not great with German names. But uh, born and raised in Germany. He's 18 years old. Out of the German Elite League. Uh, scored 12 goals, 12 assists last year as an 18-year-old, which I think is... Pretty great considering it's a high level physical league against grown ass men. Dude, I cannot imagine being a 17 year old yeah. playing 35 year old. And he started Germans. like, and you start at like 16 or He's 15. He's playing in the German usually. league, correct? Yeah, the German elite league. Imagine. <laughs> the high, it's the highest German league. The German elite league, you're 17 playing mm. against probably 30 year old grown, grown Germans. Yeah. Just like <laughs> rude as hell. Yeah. Trying Scary. to kill you all yeah. the time, and this dude seemed like small. That's that was one of the uh, knocks against him is that he's small. Okay, uh, but overall had a good season. The Blackhawks actually played him in an exhibition match over in Europe, which is why I think they took a stab at a guy that actually was projected for late first, early second. But I I kind of like the gamble. Um, we we usually don't take many gambles necessarily. Uh, at least we haven't in like free agency. I guess in the draft we, we've been pretty lucky. Last year we moved up to the third pick and kind of had an easy decision with Kirby Doc, and he's a beast. So uh, it was kind of nice to see us take a risk here and maybe say we're trying to get some studs in the organization, some mm-hmm. franchise players. I like that. Um, so overall, I, I think I'm happy with it. That's my rant. Okay. I have something to say about hockey, and it's yeah. something that Parker showed me earlier today. Alex Trebek... Announced the third overall pick. Mm-hmm. He did for the Ottawa one? Senators, the I believe. Ottawa, Se- damn, the Ottawa, <laughs> yeah, Senators. Yeah. Do you know who the pick was? 
I'm gonna play the Jeopardy music over the background of this whole thing right now. I don't. So know. you can take as long as you. So want. do you want me to like look it up or? Sure. And let's just be silent because okay. there's gonna be Jeopardy okay. music over this. Okay. Here is the host of Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. Thank you, Johnny. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Jeopardy. Our category today is the NHL, and here is the clue for you. With the third pick in the 2020 NHL draft, the Ottawa Senators choose this player. The correct response, who is Tim Stutzel? Tim Stutzel. There it is. Tim Stutzel. I hope you all enjoyed the that. The German. Taken third. Alex Trebek announced it. Hope you appreciated that. <laughs> I'd be horrible at Jeopardy. I might, I might throw in, instead of just the Jeopardy music, we might have had t- enough time to throw in the Alex The whole Trebek. video. Yeah, the video. I think that. so. It's like 30 seconds We long. should have had enough time. I don't know there. how long I went for, but it was um, about that. That seems right. I yeah. can always extend it. True, true. We'll put more dead time on the air. <laughs> Gotta love it. All about dead love time. Love dead time. <laughs> um, I think what we're going to next is our movie review of this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Which, Parker chose the movie this week, and it was, I really loved it. Yeah. A we, weird pick this yeah. week. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes. Very weird. It, it's not, many people probably haven't seen it before, um, because it's it's just not, it's probably not in your wheelhouse of movies you know just knowing people our age we're, we're into more that, action that will probably be listening to that'll probably knowing our knowing our target segment yeah. our demographic We've our marketing doing, department will be so happy dude, to hear we this. have been doing the simmons research you, you know about the simmons research the simmons research consumer indexes indexes you oh okay okay yeah yeah i've been doing those i haven't been um but we know that the people who are most likely to be listening to sports podcasts are not the people that are most likely to also be watching the Grand Budapest Hotel. Right. So, so we, so we think we're going to kind of broaden our we're horizons culture and culture people. Can I describe? Wait, can I real quick describe the movie to ev- just a little bit of a synopsis of the movie so people at least understand? Yeah. Sort yeah. of. the The movie is about a a reporter. Is sits down with dinner, uh, sits down with dinner with a guy who owns this hotel called the Grand Budapest Hotel, and he is reminiscing on the days of which he was a lobby boy, and he's telling this reporter the story of how he inherited the hotel from this uh, from the guy who worked there, the hotel manager whose name is Gustav, and basically they just go through this insane journey that involves like stealing art and uh, breaking out of prison. And it's pr- a pretty cool story. Pretty funny. Bill Murray and Owen Wilson are in it for like a half second. Jeff Goldblum is our, okay, king yeah, of our that's, podcast. It's very controversial, but Jeff Goldblum there. is also We're not sure if we're allowed <laughs> to talk about Jeff Goldblum as a cast member of the Grand, Budap- Grand Budapest Hotel. Because, because he's he already exists in our MVP universe yeah. as the Jurassic Park Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. So can he be the Grand Budapest Hotel, Jeff Goldblum? I I don't know. We'll have to decide Big that. Question. But I think we should do our our takes on it first. Okay. So do you want me to go first? 
Yeah, I know you have more notes on the subject because I watched it without really like focusing. <laughs> no, I focused on the movie. I remember it, but I wasn't like watching it for some reason. I, wasn't I just usually have more it, notes than you on the movie yeah, part. Yeah, too. I don't really take notes watching movies. I just try to watch it. Yeah. Because um, I, 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 this is what happens every time I try to take notes on a movie part. Yeah. I'm watching. I start taking a couple notes really early. Okay. Really early on. Like in the way movie. too early. Like when they. <laughs> here's like nothing's I, really even <laughs> happened yet, and you Bart, start taking notes. Bart, here's a note I re- vividly remember writing down at the start of this movie. Okay. When they first sat down to talk to each other, the author and, and Zero. Yes. I wrote, that's a big, cool mural behind them. Yeah. Because they're. And first of all, every. I, I know you're about to say this, but I'm going to steal it okay. from you because you told me it earlier. And, and <laughs> oh, I'm, I have the floor right now. <laughs> take it, take it. Every building you go into in that movie yeah. is the best building in that movie. It, it is a better absolute and better and better. Yes. yes. The architecture of all the buildings, the cinematography, ridiculous. Like the, the restaurant they're in has like 55 foot ceilings. Everything's so nice. It's ridiculous. It's so nice. I don't know how it works. Yeah. And every building too. Every single building. Even yeah. the jail was cool. The jail was cool. Yeah. We'll and how they had to... the jail breakout yeah. scene. Yeah. Oh we'll talk a little God. bit about that. If you want to give Are, it a score just... to start. You always forget we do scores. Oh yeah. I do give a... Uh, I always forget to write <laughs> my score down. This is the fourth week in a row. I'm going to give it an 8.3. I really enjoyed it because it was. I kind of have to. It's kind of in the comedy category, but it was mm-hmm. also just a good movie. Uh, am I just rattling these all off? By the yeah, way, yeah, go for it. I'm gonna just interject because I don't really right. have as many like notes, so we'll just go back and forth on these. Uh, it is by far the least predictable movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. At one point, they this is it's about a hotel, but at one point there's literally they're skiing down a hill and they're one of them's on each other's back. And they're chasing a murderer. They're not at, no those those guys weren't on skis. They were on a bobsled. Oh yeah, they were on they were on like a toboggan yeah. type thing. Going at least two hundred fifty miles an yeah. hour down that absurdly hill. Fast. Yeah. Absurdly fast. Absurdly fast. Chasing what was his name? Joplin. Yeah, is, Joplin. Yeah, which is also the Green Goblin. <laughs> yes, yes, the guy who plays the Green Goblin. And he's a murdering lunatic. The part I was dying laughing at this part. There, Jeff Goldblum is a lawyer in it, sort of, it, sort of a lawyer, kind of has a couple jobs. He has this large cat, and Jopling, the murderer guy, gets mad at him, takes his cat, throws it out the window. <laughs> and Jeff Goldblum's just like, did he just throw my cat out yeah, the window? the most Jeff Goldblum voice <laughs> yeah, you can ever... You, you know his voice, and it's just... Did he just throw my cat out the window? <laughs> and they go and look. And it's just, just splattered. Yeah. It's just splattered. And that actually goes right into my next one. The deaths were weirdly graphic in that movie, which I love. Dude, when Jopling closed <laughs> the door on Jeff Goldblum's hand and his fingers all fell Spoiler off. Spoiler alert. Jeff he, Goldblum loses all his fingers. We don't know if he dies. He, he dies. Well, now you... <laughs> see, so, by saying we don't know if he dies, you had already implied that he dies. Because just bringing it up. But anyway. Anyway, yeah. He loses all his fingers right before he dies. And that was like a weird thing you don't see. Like, you don't see... And it happened in a door. Like, his fingers were slammed in a door. And that's just yeah. something you don't see. Grossed and me out. do not fall off. Grossed me out. Fingers, dude. I don't know Getting slammed in a door? Yes. Okay, it was a pretty heavy door. It was a big door. But I had my... Finger slammed in a car door not too long ago. Oh, see. It didn't fall off. No, I see. This, like, with aggression and a big heavy door, I think 
I think the fingers could go. And Jeff Especially Goldblum's a door from like 1910. I can't imagine how long Jeff Goldblum's fingers are. Huge. Huge. They're and it was so a little long. chilly. A little chilly. Yeah, you know, might that make them, Might make them a little more frail. Um, anyway, back to my takes. Uh, oh, yeah, you took my building one. <laughs> that was such a crucial part. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. any movie that bounces between different like times or decades, I enjoy. I'll always enjoy that. It didn't like, do that too much, though. It, yeah, it didn't do it, it really too much. It really just did it at the beginning and the end. Yeah, but like the narrator was from a, from yeah. like the current time and he was narrating the past. I'm always a big fan of kind of seeing what happened before and after, seeing how they age characters. I always think that's a cool aspect of movies. The vehicles they had in that movie, I'm also watching Peaky Blinders right now, so like Oldsmobiles and old, old cars are really cool to me right now. Mm-hmm. For the right price, I would buy one in a second. I don't care if it goes like twenty miles an hour. <laughs> I would buy it as my as a main. What's the vehicle. right price? A thousand dollars, like a a slow one. If you're getting one that goes two miles an hour for a thousand dollars, can I get? You can get 10, ten to fifteen. You can get. Can I get fifteen? You can get ten to twelve. Okay. I can work with Take that. Take it or leave it. Like, I'm just... It's a stroll anyway. It's only a All they did was, like, smoke cigs in those things back then. It was really just a way to smoke cigs. Different. Yeah. It was right. different than walking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would uh, I would probably get one of those. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, my value pick for my favorite character, uh, which we'll get into about MVP in a second, but there's a crucial part in the movie where they are escaping prison. And someone notices, uh, one of the prisoners oh God, opens his window and notices that they're escaping prison. So they are absolutely fucked at this point because he starts like yelling a little bit for guards. Yeah. Then, all of a sudden, this dude gets grabbed from behind and killed. And you're like, what just happened? And this big, this massive dude comes in the window and you see him. And you remember back from earlier in the movie... That Gustav, who was the guy escaping at this time, like helped him, gave him some food, or like yeah, offered him some extra food. Oh, you know what it was? Like you know what? He was driving Pat. He was driving the meal cart past, yes. and he was like, "Hey, do you want some? I, I'm telling you, it's good." And he like kind of convinced him to have some food. They got a little buddy they, buddy. They, they just got a little buddy buddy. So it was just cool to see that, which seemed irrelevant at the time, actually mean something. Another later prison on. escape scene that we don't talk about enough. Is when they opened up the final latch when they were about to get out, they yeah. see five guards yeah. under playing poker. And this, this guy, is a great part. one prisoner, just looks around at the other prisoners, jumps in, kills all the guards yeah. with one small blade that they use to just Like dig. a shiv. Yeah, they just use to dig like a 50-foot tunnel yeah. through hardened gravel. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he died guy, in the process. Yeah, he died. Everybody else got away. It was so awesome. It was so awesome. Yeah. Like he knew his, he knew what he was there for. Like if they ran into guards, it was his time. Yeah, and he just went off. He knew he was the killer. So yeah, I love that part. Uh, but that's actually all the takes. I oh, uh, one last thing. There was a lot of characters that were like seemingly important that had huge moments. We, that did, we haven't to be even brought up movie. Agatha, by the way. Well, that was kind of like a sub point I had to okay. this. She, uh, her making the cakes and then delivering them into the prison that had the shivs and stuff inside of them, the equipment for digging out, that was super clutch. Also, I think she had the only plan that, like, 
never went wrong. Like, that plan actually worked, getting all the stuff mm-hmm. in. Everything else kind of had, like, major hiccups in it. So the fact that uh, the baker was the only one that could pull something off was pretty funny. And back to the a lot of characters having important moments, Bill Murray and Owen Wilson... They didn't have important no, moments I, in the film, I honestly, but me seeing them yeah. was important. Yeah. <laughs> I needed um, them in that movie. Two characters we haven't talked about, um, and one of them is my probably my favorite moment in the entire movie. Hankles, who is Edward, Edward Norton plays Hankles, um, hops on the train and he stops Gustav and Zero yes. while they're going to this... Zero the, the lobby boy. They're going to the funeral? They, yes. So they're going to a funeral... And there's a big war going on between the two countries that they're traveling between. Yes. And they get stopped and they stop Zero because he's an immigrant and they're about to take him away. Henkels, the gu- the lead army man, if you want to call him, that police yeah, chief. Yeah, general, police, something like uh, that. I'm going to say police chief because it seemed like it's yeah, going to an investigation at some point. That is true. Well, he gets onto the train and he immediately recognizes Gustav as someone he like grew up with because he was a member at the Grand Budapest, correct? Yes. And he was like... You always treated my mother with great respect. Right. Little did Hankels know. Little did he know. Gustav was smashing all those old women at the grave. Admits it fest. plain and simple no, that he was it's smashing. It's not even admission. Like some old. Yeah, I, I would not say it's admission. He <laughs> well, just openly talked. Yeah, about that's true. It wasn't. An, it was. He just, wasn't like. Yeah, he was I, very I open. Have sex with old women. Yeah. He was like. Yeah. Yeah. I have sex with old women. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I? I like and you should too. I like when the old ladies. <laughs> Uh, son comes up to him and says, D- you better not have uh, slept with her. And he said, I sleep with all my friends. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah, funny. He did. Um, also, I'd like to talk about Dimitri. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the guy I was talking about. Yeah, Literally he said that. was <laughs> the best detective I've ever seen yeah, in a movie. Yeah. He caught on to every... Li- he tasted a little piece of cake in the prison. <laughs> like a little like piece of frosting. Yeah. And he went... Mentals. Yeah. And knew found what it out was. immediately where those cakes were coming from, <laughs> yeah. where the shivs were coming from. Yeah. Killed the wrong girl, I believe, right? Um, he did not kill Agatha. Oh, no. He killed uh, a different yeah. guy's sister. Yeah. Some, yeah. some weird yeah, for Yeah, it was kind of for intimidation reasons. But yeah. anyway. But yeah. that Yeah, he was a good detective. My score. Oh, yeah. I never gave mine. Is that oh, yeah you I did, did you did you gave an eight point three yeah. and I'm gonna agree oh yeah with your eight point three thank you partially because you suggested this movie so what do we have next uh I think we just have trap game next yes dude I've been looking forward to this trap game ever since I thought of it today <laughs> oh <laughs> long um, time I actually coming. had one earlier that I scratched because of how perfect this trap game was (laughs) okay and i'm gonna do something very special before i announce my trap game. okay and it's this yeah Uh uh-huh it's about time it's about time time. smelling salt time late late Late. you thought we forgot (laughs) you thought (laughs) you were like smelling salt special and they're not doing a second smelling salt you guys were, <laughs> you guys were disgusted with us. Not two smelling so We'll do three. We don't have three. We don't have. Three. We have two. Uh, my trap game of the week, which is my favorite trap game I've, I've ever done yet so far, is gameplay footage emerging 
of 2K21, yeah. NBA 2K21, of course. on the next-gen gaming systems. Yeah. We know exactly what we're going to get. Yeah. It's going to be trash. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy it for $60. It's right. probably going to be $80 because it's a new generation. Who knows? Because why not? Who knows? Who knows when I'm going to buy the... Whichever system I'm going to buy. I don't have money. I, I don't have I money. Don't have money. <sighs> and I'm to, supposed to see this more beast of sweat and get drawn into yeah, it? Yeah, everybody needs to start telling their friends about our podcast so we can make money. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought okay. I thought when you at first started saying that that you were telling people to listen to our podcast to start being anti two K. We should be doing that as well. But you just decided to turn it into a money grab. Anyone who us. has two K twenty, so that we could buy two K. So completely differing reasons, and now we can't go back on either of them. But oh well, it's whatever. Oh well, it's whatever. What's your trap game of the week? It's not much. Uh, I'm back on Tinder. It comes around oh. about this time of the year, uh, about school time. It's cuffing season usually around this time. I'm never cuffed, never have been cuffed. But, you know, you get the feel. You start, you're inside more. It's fall. You see apple picking season and pumpkin patches. And you're like, ah, I want some of that. Yeah. So you download Tinder like any natural American. And... It's a trap game because literally it never goes anywhere unless you're some famous couple on Twitter that somehow gets married because of it. But I, no. I've never had to get Tinder. Well, that you should be happy. I'm you happy. should be very happy about I'm that happy, because it's a also, sick, horrible place. It also i I watch people mm-hmm. using Tinder, and it from afar, I guess probably using Tinder itself just isn't fun. No, but watching people use Twitter. Has brought Tinder. so much joy. You to said them. Twitter. Did I? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Anyway, could be the smelling salt. Anyway, it was for sure the smelling salt. No, I think you said Twitter. Whatever. Watching people use Tinder has brought so much satisfaction. To but my life. that's exactly why, because you have nothing at stake. Yeah, I. You have you you know you're good. So you're just watching and you're like, oh, that looks fun. You're just scrolling through a Rolodex of women at your disposal. But like, it's... None of them are at your Like, none of them are at... Like, (laughs) it looks awesome, but it's just like everyone's millions miles away. Mm -hmm. No one's ever looking for anything serious. Um, It is mainly just a pastime for people. So... Yeah. yeah. It's just another social media. Just another social... Really? Literally. It's and just, there's not even like pictures or posts. It's just the most I've gotten out of Tinder is is hearing from other people who has Tinders and who doesn't. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah, the only. Helps. Really, it's just like a new form of Facebook relationship. Yes, practices. that's such a good point. It's really just seeing who's single nowadays. Yeah. You're like, oh wait, she was in oh, a relationship I've, I've like a couple oh, okay. months ago. That yeah. must have ended. Oh, interesting. Huh. Oh, that was a good guy. Wonder where he's I like at. where the segment <laughs> took us. Yeah. Part. Yeah. Um, um, but I, yeah, so that's my trap game because it never goes anywhere. And I'll, I'm sure I'll spend time on it regardless. I haven't been hyping up too many things this week. So there might not be a dance jinx of the week. We'll see if Parker I have nothing. pull one out of his butt. Nope. But it doesn't seem like it. I have, so, I have nothing because you, you kind of had your head in the textbooks this week, this weekend from what I was reading. Yeah, I had a lot of homework. And if anyone who's listening to this and needs a headshot, 
Oh, okay. Come to Curb Magazine in, Ma- in Madison. Promoting. Curb headshots, three headshots for $15. Yeah. I know you guys need new headshots. Yeah. And Who we doesn't? Need, we need money. For <laughs> need 2K21. So, <laughs> oh, I don't make any of this money. Oh, oh yeah. You're this, yeah, that's class. for yours. It's a class. All the textbooks. But the Venmos for 2K21 still stay. Yeah, yeah. if you guys want a Venmo. Just so for us can, to test it out. Think about all the content we could produce if you guys were able to provide <laughs> us with not only 2K21, but also PS5s for each of us. Yeah. And Boy. and recording equipment so we could like put our faces on these podcasts. Whoa. That you know, you might have just heard our chances at making any money because people <laughs> don't want to see us, but I digress. Also, as a last kind of wrap up, we're gonna ask a poll. No, it's not a poll. It's just a whether I will do it or not. Yeah, that's it. No, it could be a poll if you'll do this. Yeah, will I do this? Will Dan ever get to this? Is um, I plan the on buying question. a second green light for just in the green room. Risky. It yeah. could throw us off. I'm also not sure if this light bulb socket works. Probably not. Because it's pulled completely out of the ceiling. That doesn't help things usually. I'm not an electrician. We'll get Luke on it. Yeah. Luke Posey. Is that all we got? That's all I got. Well, thank you for joining the very special <laughs> smelling salt episode of the green room. Smelling salt week. Smelling salt week. <laughs> thank you. 